this is a good morning. I am full of energy, um, ready for this outreach. I can't wait. It's going to be good. We're, we're very um, excited to see what, what the Lord will, will do there in Devundu. Amen. So, before we start, you know, last week and the week before we talked about, we, we started with a, a, a sermon about hearing God speak. So, two weeks ago I sp- spoke about, you know, um, the struggles that we have to hear Him speak. And there were m- many people here that said they can't hear God speak on a, a, a consistently um, every day. Like they struggle to do that. And when he speaks and when they hear that, they say, oh, but, but how do I react? Like, what do I do? Like, uh, we, 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 we forget or are unsure of how to react when the Lord sp- speaks to us. And that can be sometimes because of a lack of faith or lack of confidence or just not knowing what to do. And then I asked you guys on that day, if you do not hear him, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to sacrifice to to actually hear his voice? And I want to ask if there's anyone that did a change in their lives to hear him more. Because that's something that we need to do. Last week... Marissa, she talked about the different ways that the Lord speaks to us. She um, she talked about um, that the Lord speaks through scriptures. And that's, I think that's probably one of the main things he speaks through is his word. Because ultimately his word is truth. And everything else that we hear, we check against his word and if it fits, it's true. If it, if it does not fit within the scriptures, it's not of God. So, and she said that he also speaks through dreams. He speaks, he speaks through visions. He speaks through what else? Um, circumstances. He speaks through Holy Spirit. He speaks through other people. Dreams or visions, I mentioned that. Good morning, Jess. <laughs> awesome. Um, and then she said that she asked the church that from last week until now to take just 30 minutes a day and spend it with God. And within that, you talk, you talk with Him, but also listen to hear what he says as a, a little exercise to practice hearing his voice. Who of you guys did that? Took, oh, awesome, awesome, it's good hands, yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's something about hearing his voice that brings us freedom, that brings us truth. Um, since beginning of uh, of August also, for the last, well, since the 1st of August until now, I also said that the Lord spoke to me and said, Johannes, you need to hear more of of God. You need to be more intimate with Him. Hear His his voice and react on it. So I did my thing. I set my watch for 4.30 a.m., Ish. Sometimes I woke up at five. Sometimes four, four thirty. And I took that time when it's still quiet. There's no WhatsApps, no people around that's awake or anything. It's just me and God. And I took the time, and I just sat with Him and had a, a, a Bible reading plan. Um, I didn't get far with that because it, it was. As if the, the, the Lord gave one or two uh, uh, verses, 
And for this whole month, I got stuck on them. So it's just bye-bye, creating the plan. So just those two stuck on them the whole time. And I felt that there's a reason that the Lord wanted me to stick with those two scriptures. And I feel that's also something that he wants to share with us um, today. So, before we start with the sermon, let's just close our eyes and pray. We thank you again, Lord, for this awesome day. And as always, Lord, what a joy it is to be in your house, Lord God. There is nowhere else we would like to be on a Sunday morning. We love you, Lord. You're a good God, Lord, and everything that you have for us, that you have in store for us, your plans, your ways, is for us, for the best of us, Lord God, because you love us. You are our Heavenly Father. And I pray, Lord, that the word today, that your word today, will fall on good soil, Lord Jesus. That our hearts will take in what you have for us. And yes, Lord, I open that, uh, I pray that we are then also open, Lord, to step out in that faith and that boldness to, to, to action on what you say to us. We love you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 So the scriptures today are on, and for you guys that didn't bring a physical Bible, it is on Vision. You can go under Vision events and look for today, Living Word Namibia, and we'll be there. Amen. So, um, you know, many of us, when we hear God's voice for the first time, we, it, it might be the time when we, we ask Jesus to be our Lord and our Savior. Or it might be a time when we are already believers, but we, we sort of recommit ourselves to God and a walk to God. And when we do that, we like act with like joy and happiness, you know, it's all happening. But it's, it's, it's as if that begins to subside over, again over time. So we begin to lose that excitement that we had when we heard God, uh, when we heard His voice. And it, it's like our day-to-day walk with the Lord becomes a little bit mundane. You know, it, it's just day by day. Passive. There's, n- um, there's not a lot happening there. And I want to, um, I want us today to, to, to look around within ourselves, but also within our whole church a community, to see that it's actually quite unsettling if we look and see how many believers has got a very boring and a mundane relationship with God. And it's, 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 it's something that's it's not God's heart for us. So why is that? Scripture is clear today, you know, that we must always have a passionate heart for God. And everything we do must be with excitement, with enthusiasm. That's why we are here, and that's what He wants for us. If you guys can turn for me to, to Romans 12, verse 11, 12, and I'm going to read for us from the ESV. Romans 12, verse 11 to 12, from the ESV. So, like I said, we must always be enthusiastic about God and everything 
that he is working on and busy with. So, verse 11 that says, Do not be slothful in zeal. Remember that word, slothful. Remind you of someone in Ice Age. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in your spirit. Serve the Lord. Verse 12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Just going to read that again. Verse 11. Do not be slothful in zeal. It's like, don't be lazy. Be fervent in spirit. So be excited. Be committed. Serve the Lord. Not anyone else. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. It means don't rush things and try to fix it yourself in hard times. Wait on the Lord because he's got a better way to do it. And then be constant in prayer. That's a big thing. And for us, that's Afrikaans here. I'm just going to quickly read that in Afrikaans. It's not on there, but it's... Let's say in Afrikaans, Wees nie traag in die eiver nie. Wees vierig van gees. Dien die Heere. Verblij hulle in die hoop. Wees geduldig in die verdrukking. Volhard in gebed. So if that's what scripture wants for us, why have so many Christians accepted that sort of a, just a normal, mundane relationship with God? He wants so much more for us. Much more fun, exciting. Yeah? Amen. So uh, we're just going to quickly look at a small video that explains what we should not be as Christians. So that's a sloth, for those who didn't know. Sid from Ice Age. You can put in a little bit. Uh. Guys, you are a believers. Please don't be a sloth. Don't be slothful. It says, don't be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in your spirit and serve the Lord. Amen? Yes, amen. amen. So that's a sloth for those who didn't know. We are not sloths. Um, some of us may look like that this morning. We may even feel like that, but hey, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, so today I'd like to, to talk about two initial steps that, that we can do to sort of counter that mundane life. Because that's, again, that's not what the Lord wants for us. Amen? Yeah. Number one is that, that, um, that when we hear God speak, that we must adjust our lives according to his call and number two is we must not neglect prayer and fasting and I'm going to talk a, li a little bit more about that at the end of the service so and I hope that today through what we hear hear here um, I love English um, will mm, make us hungry again for God will make us think what is there in our lives that stops us from having that intimate on fire relationship with God Amen Amen so today as you can see I'm going to speak about responding to God's voice so last two weeks we, 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 we talked about what we should do to hear him and how he speaks and now when we hear him, not if, when we hear him, his sheep hear his voice, now what?
How do we react? Number one is, you can write this also down if you can, is walking with God requires major life adjustments. Walking with God requires major life adjustments, not little major life adjustments. Let's turn to Luke 9. You guys can turn to Luke 9, and I'm going to read from verse 23 to 24 from the New King James Version. Luke 9. Let me know when you're there. Okay. Okay, and it says there, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. If we can just go again back to verse 23. And I want you to read this out loud, please, with me. Here we go. Then he said to them all, if anyone to come to after me, let him do what? Deny himself and take up his cross daily. Daily and follow me. So, here's the thing. Like we all want to hear his voice. And when he speaks, we want to obey him. Right? We don't want to not obey God. Am I right? Yes? So, but the, the, the thing is we want to hear him, we want to obey, but we don't want to adjust our lives to actually do what he asks us to do, to be more effective when we obey. Does that make sense? So, he talks to us, and we just want to obey, but not change our ways. We just want to live the same way. And that's actually, that's actually, you can't do that. It's impossible, according to scriptures, to not change. Um, say, for instance, you're in the army. I'm going to use an army example. And you're a new recruit. They can't take an individual that steps into the army today and ask him to fight when they haven't prepared him and changed him and molded him and equipped him to fight. So you hear his voice that you need to go fight, but you can't just fight. There's, there's some things you need to change in your life to then obey and respond effectively. Make sense? Yeah. So each time that the Lord gave people assignments in Scripture, they had to adjust their lives. So once the adjustment is made, God can accomplish His purposes through you. When we adjust our lives towards Him, we can follow Him and obey Him and step out in what He has called us for. But when we adjust our lives away from God, then we might miss Him, can't hear Him speak, and we may miss our calling. Amen? So we need to make an adjustment every day, every minute of our lives. Once we adjust our lives toward Him, what we do and how we respond will also um, um, be, 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 be evidence of, of what we believe about God. 
Does that make sense? So how we will respond to him after we adjusted our lives will we'll speak about what we believe about God. Is he a great God? Is he a little God? Can he do, do, do everything or not? Is he your sole provider or not? Is he your healer or not? Can he remove sickness and disease or not? Like how, how you respond to him will say what you believe about him. Amen? You're all still with me today. Awesome. So obedience to God will be a part of what you do to demonstrate your faith. So once you adjust toward Him, change your life and you begin to obey, that also comes at a cost. And for instance, um, when, when we heard the call to come to Namibia, we had to adjust our lives in a heavy way Leave everything behind, family, friends, work, job, the mountain, the beach. Thank you, Marissa, for reminding me of that. You needed to, uh, 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 and we had to uh, leave all those things behind and start from scratch. So it came at a big sacrifice, but you know what? It's worth it. Here's the thing, though. You can't stay where you are and follow God. It doesn't work. You can't stay where you are and follow God. You will have to make a major adjustment in your life. The big thing we have to know is when the Lord speaks to us, he reveals something about himself to you. So when he reveals something to you, it's for you to change your life and respond back to him, to come closer to him. For him, it's ultimately to bring you closer to him, closer to him. That's the heart of the Father. Amen? So let's, um, let's look at a few um, Scripture examples. So when, let's look at the, um, the life of our friend Noah. He did whatever he did, and then the Lord said, you need to build an ark. I was like, say what? You need to build an ark, and this is what you need to do. And instantly he had to adjust his whole life, leave everything, Lots of friends and family became a little bit unhappy with him. But he, he had to leave all of that behind and respond to the call of God. Amen? Yeah. Just going to have a quick sip. Also, when we look at the life of David, he was a shepherd. But he had to leave being a shepherd to become a king. God had a calling on his life. He had to answer. He had to leave being a shepherd to become a king. We read in Matthew 9, verse 9, Matthew was a tax a collector, so he was just in his little booth and like, Ish, come pay. Pay Caesar what Caesar is due. Come, 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 come. And the Lord said, no. Now you come and you follow me. So he had to leave everything right there, adjust his whole life from what he believed and follow Jesus. We all know Saul who became Paul. He was there. He was persecuting he was persecuting God he killed Christians and everyone and God talked to him and said hey Saul why do you persec 
he, he, he healed me. And God called him to become one of the biggest uh, um, preachers in Scripture. So he had to leave his life behind, his whole thinking and everything, follow God. A major adjustment. Yes, and for us as well, like me and my wife, we've, we've worked in a, a corporate world and um, in a sense, and we had to, to literally leave all of that and all the security and everything that came with that and respond to his call. And that's, it's a hard thing to do, but it's awesome. Like I say, it's worth it. Amen. Jesus. Let's look at to Corinthians 8, verse 9. He also made a major adjustment. It says there, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you, through his poverty, might become rich. So he, Jesus, gave up his position in heaven to come down to earth, to die on a cross, to take everyone's sin, not just some, to take everyone's sins on him. Die on a cross, and with that, he set everyone free and gave everyone who believes an opportunity to have eternal life with God. Massive adjustment that he made as well. And that's uh, always, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, but it's still hard for me to, to see how he up there, God, came down to earth to do all of that for his, his people, for us, his church. That's amazing. So for us, um, as believers, we don't have a choice to adjust our lives. It's something we must do. It's something we must be prepared to do. And again, it's not a little thing. It's a massive life adjustment. The, the part to adjust is, is actually one of the hardest things that we have to do when we follow Christ. Yeah, like I said also before, is we like to believe God. We, be we, we like to believe what He says over us and what he, he wants for us, and we want to obey Him. But the bit that says you need to adjust your life, adjust your life, that's where the, um, the hiccup comes. That's the hard part. We have to adjust our ways according to the ways of God. Why? Let's look what it says in Isaiah 55 verse 9. That's also a verse that we should all know by now. Isaiah 55 verse 9 that says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. The only way to be a true disciple and a follower of Jesus is when we make major adjustments in our lives. When we look at the scriptures again, at the rich, there's the story of the rich young man. I've forgotten where it is in the Bible, but it is there. The rich young man that he came to the Lord and said, God, I want what what should I do to, to become your disciple, follower? And the Lord said, Sell everything you have and come. 
And he said, no, he can't. He won't. So he had an opportunity to follow Jesus, to probably become one of his disciples, but it was too hard for them to make the adjustment. When we look at Elisha in the Bible, uh, yes, Elisha, I think it's in 1 Kings 19. I love that story. So he was a, um, there, um, 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 he was a farmer, and he was with his, his oxen I mean the land. And Elijah walked past him and said, here's my mantle. So that means that he got called to become a prophet or whatever. And instantly, when he got the call, when God spoke to him, it says there that he took all his, his implements, started to, to, to make with it a fire. He took all his oxen that he had and he chopped them off. Up. He chopped them up. But he slaghais. And he took all the meat and sold it and gave everything away so that he had nothing left. He made a, made a, a major adjustment that there was nothing to go back to and he said mom dad it was good I'll see you later and he left and he went to become Elijah's um, student he left to do what the Lord has called him to do that's crazy he left everything behind that's a good example so what kind of adjustments are we talking about in our lives? Number one, I'm just going to name you a few. You know, there's a lot, but let's start with circumstances. With our job, do we need to leave our jobs and do something else? Um, how do we have to steward our money? You know, when it comes to the next one, it's a big one, is relationships. People, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries in relationships. We get this, I don't want to say on a weekly basis, but most likely on a weekly thing. You can't ask the Lord to bless your the marriage and have a good one one day but you still stay together sleep to, together have sex before marriage and all of that stuff no you have to make that adjustment to follow a god that's a big thing um who do you work with at work is it do you do your work in a, a ethical way or in a, a way it's it's good for everybody. It works. You have to make that adjustment. A commitment um, to your, your family, to your church, your job. Like, where do you spend your time mostly? At work or with the, 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 the family? And how much do you invest your time also in church? Your actions, how you pray, how you give, how you serve at church. Like if you, like we say this a lot, but for you to grow spiritually and to actually, for, for the ones that, that they do not know yet where the Lord wants to use them, come and serve, come and be a part of church, come and serve his kingdom and through that you will see God will honor you and you will know where he's called you to be. Amen. And another big adjustment is about your your beliefs. Like what do you believe about God? About who he is? About his ways, his 
purposes. And that's also one of the, the biggest things we see on a weekly basis is the belief that people have about God is, is warped, to say the least. Like we need to know who He is for us and who we are in Him. Amen? Amen. And when we adjust in our lives, it will test our faith in God. It will test what we believe about God. And then the hard part is when we adjust the sacrifices that we need to make to be obedient to God. Amen? I mean, um, we're just going to look at two quick clips of people, I mean, our church, I've, I've asked them to just sort of share how they hear his voice and then when they hear it, how they respond to it. Amen. Let's just have, you can just watch those two clips quickly. For me, it's important to spend some quiet time with the Lord. Early in the mornings is good for me when there's no distractions and it's really quiet and I can really focus on what's on the Lord's heart for my day. I've also realized that when I have a conversation with the Lord, that there should be two-way communication. So at some stage, I stop with all my requests and all my petitions, and I really focus on what the Lord wants to say. I try to listen for that different voice, a voice that's not my own voice, a voice that's not coming from the noise of the world, but that still small voice that Elijah heard in 1 Kings 19. And once I hear that still small voice, I react like Samuel in 1 Samuel 3 and say, Lord, speak for your servant years. And then as the Lord starts to speak, I really try to focus to hear from the Holy Spirit. I, I really try to focus to see if there is a nudge, if there is an indication, if there is an impression on my heart of what the Lord wants to say to me about a person, about scripture, maybe a conviction of my heart where I need to repent. And that's how I hear the Lord's voice. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're all having a blessed morning today and just um, having an incredible church service. I'm sorry I can't be there with you all. Um, Johannes just asked me to share a few words on how I've learned to hear God's voice and how I've um, responded on it. And I think for me, the first thing was to try and to hear him more and, and to try and hear his instruction is really just to um, just to spend more time with him, to make more time in my busy day for for our Lord and Savior. And um, by that, I just spend more time worshiping, spend more time reading my Bible, spend more time praying. Prayer really helps a lot. Um, yeah, and then slowly but surely, he started to speak to me um, through convictions. And I think also um, at the beginning of the year, I had... I had a few dreams and throughout the year I've also subsequent to that I've had more dreams that I do believe are are strong um messages and um from God and that he's speaking to me through through those channels and yeah and how I've responded to it is again I, I'll try and ask him to to whether it's the right time if I should if I should act on it and um, sometimes it feels a bit daunting and scary but yeah you, I do it anyway and I believe that in just pursuing that um, big breakthrough will come and yeah we'll see major major change and, and it will be good change so yeah I just wanted to share that word of encouragement with you all this morning and hope you have a blessed morning further yeah that's awesome and and um, yeah, she said something there that we should also 
remember, and I'm actually happy that you did, is that sometimes it's not easy to a daunting thing, but there's, there's still something that the Lord imparts in us when we step out in faith and be obedient. Amen. So I talked about now walking with God um, requires major life adjustments. And the second thing I'm going to sp sp speak about is, is that to, to do that, we need to lay down our lives. So these last weeks, we sp spoke about hearing God's voice, and that is still for now our focus. And we want to equip you to hear Him consistently on a daily basis, not every second day or every week or every month or in church, but consistently every day. And for that, the Lord put on my heart as well to, to lead our church this next month in September. September, yeah, yeah, September's after August, right? That's where I am today, is, is to lead our church in a corporate fasting and a prayer for 21 days. And that's something that, that, that I believe that you guys really need to consider. The, 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 the focus that we will have this with the, the, the fast is to hear his voice, to hear it more clearly. Not about anything else. It's just about hearing his voice. So nothing else. It's not something that we will do to, to lose weight or to become healthy or get financial or health breakthroughs. It's all just about him and him speaking to us and we hearing his voice clearly. Because we can't be a church where only some hear his voice. We're a body and we all need to hear his voice if we want to be a strong church. Amen? Make sense? Just something about the fast that you guys... Um, need to have in your mind is it's not it's not a diet it's not a keto diet it's not intermittent fasting or whatever it is it's something that you from today until then pray about and ask the Lord to show you something that that for you it will be a sacrifice to give that up if it's if it's a if it's a hobby if if it is tv facebook instagram which has to do with your time something that you sacrifice your time or is it something that you have to sacrifice your comforts for some people it's also tv but sugars coffee wine breakfast for 21 days, that for me is, is uh, yay. I'm not going to, yeah, it's hard. So what, from your own time or comforts, are you willing to sacrifice for now, just for a short while, to, to set your heart and your mind on hearing his voice and his voice clearly? So that each time you have that craving for him, for, for that thing, TV or Jopiki or whatever else, when you get that craving, you take it to the Lord and you say, Lord, I'm hungry for this. Or Lord, I really want to do something there. But will you come? Will you just fill that? Will you just be the one that fills that emptiness, that gap? You come, and I want to hear your voice, and I want to respond to you. Amen? So that's, that's why we want to do it. I'm not sure if there's anyone here that has a, a, a Zechereki. Like I know I've been there. It takes about seven minutes or so, depending on how cold it is, to smoke a cigarette. How about you take that seven 
minutes and you pray and say, Lord, like I really want one now, but will you come and fill me? Will you come and fill that need, that emptiness, that gap? And you replace the craving for the world with him. Because he, he will make you full forever. And when you drink of his water, you will never become thirsty again. Amen? Amen. So um, just to end off, if you, could, if you can put on that picture again of Romans 12, verse 11 to 12. I'd like you, 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 you guys to, to just look at that scriptures again and to read it. And I'm going to give you some time to just reflect and see if the Lord puts something on your mind, if He brings something into remembrance of what is the, the obstacles in your life now that needs to be removed to come in a closer relationship with Him? What's that the obstacle in your life now that stops you from hearing Him every day, consistently? Not every week, every month, every day. And then you need to ref reflect on, are you willing to make a major adjustment and sacrifice that thing to hear more of him. I'm just going to give you guys for that a oh, quickly uh, one or two minutes. Normally also the first thing that comes to mind, that's normally the thing that he wants you to, to work on and to sacrifice and release. Are you willing to make that adjustment? Are you willing to sacrifice that one thing you put on your mind now? And I believe that everyone here has received something. But just know that because we serve a good God, a good Father, whatever He wants you to adjust and to sacrifice for Him, it's for your own good. He wants for you the, the best for your life. And to make that adjustment, it's more than worth it. For myself as well, it's it's um, something I need to also uh, literally do every day. In everything that I I do, I have to think: will I go left and do this, or will I go to the right side? Like, well, what would he do? And am I willing to pay the price? And I tell you what. It might be hard for now, for whatever we have to do, but it's seriously worth it. This last 
want to say, you can also ask my wife, um, I did my fruit and my veggies and my water and stuff, but oh my, did God start to speak with me in crazy ways. I dreamed dreams that I've, I thought, like, oh my word, where does this come from? And it was very clear prophetic things that one day I'll speak about it. But just, he talked to me in a, such a new way. Clearly. I know it from him and no one else. And this is something that he has for every one of us. Not just for me. Trust me. And the more we adjust our lives towards Him, the more we sacrifice everything that holds us back, the more we learn His ways, the more faith comes within us, the more we know about Him and who He is. And it's, it's something for where we are now in the world, the season that we are in is very, well, I want to say it's extremely important because there will come a time and it will come soon that we will have to make quick adjustments, not have time and t days and months to think about it. We'll have to make quick ones that it might save our lives, it might save the lives of the people around us. The world we live in is changing and it's, it's beginning to change exponentially faster. Jesus is coming back. It's time. So we have to listen to his voice, make the adjustment and then tune into him and then obey what he called us for. Amen. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord, for again for your awesome word. We thank you, Lord, that we serve a good God. We, we, we thank you that you are our rock, that you are our provider, that you are our healer. Yes, Lord, we, we, we thank you that you love us and that we can be a part of your household. We, we thank you, Lord, that we can be called sons of God because we are adopted into your family. We thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd. We thank you that, that when you speak, Lord, you say in your word that we hear your voice. So we don't have to worry or stress if we can or cannot or will or will not. We know we hear your voice. And I, I pray, Lord, that you will... Make us stronger, stronger in our faith, stronger in our spirit, that we are able to discern your voice more clearly between all the noise. And when we hear your voice, Lord God, give us the strength and the boldness to do that adjustments in our lives, Lord, and obey with faith what you, ask, um, what you have called us to do. And I, I pray, Lord, that through that, the more and more we hear your voice, the more we can become on fire for you. That it will bring back that the, 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 the fire we had within us initially when we heard your voice for the first time, Lord God. Bring that back. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord, we pray that we will faithfully walk towards you every day, Lord God. E even if it's hard for us, Lord, it says that we, when we are weak, Lord God, you are within us and you within us make us strong. So we know we can do this, Lord, when we obey you, when you walk according to your word and your commandments. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus.
And as we prayed, I just want to, yeah, I felt that the Holy Spirit just want us to, um, if um, he talked to me and asked, if there's anyone here today with any sickness within them, to raise their hands now, with any sickness, if it's a flu or if it's cancer or anything, if there's any sickness within them of any kind, to just quickly raise their hands. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Stefan, if, uh, uh, if I can just ask you to to to, um, to, to put on that one song, um, I speak Jesus, just in the background and softly. So you can stop this one and just put the other one on. So thank you for the hands raised. And we just... If we can just all lift up our hands and I just pray for the Holy Spirit to come and to bring healing in this place. So we thank you, Lord, for your love, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that you are a good God. We thank you for your love, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that you said you will send us to be our helper when you leave. So now I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will come, that you will come like a mighty rushing wind and just bring healing in this place right now. We thank you, Lord, that where you are, there is your light. There is no place here for any sickness, for any disease or darkness. Yes, Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will come and bring peace, that you will come and bring healing, healing of sickness, healing of a, a, a disease, Lord, and not just physical sickness, Lord, but also that which is in the soul. Like I know there's people here that's struggling with depression, that's struggling with anxiety, and I pray now, Holy Spirit, that you will come and ascend on us, and that you will touch everyone here, Lord, that also struggles with that heaviness on them, Lord God, and just bring your peace into this situation, because you are a God of peace. It says in the Word, Lord God, that your yoke is light. It's not heavy. So I pray, Lord, that you will remove that heaviness that hangs in the air here, Lord God, and just bring your healing, bring your hope, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your light, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that your light is within us. And wherever we are, wherever we go, wherever we walk, wherever we put our footsteps, there you are as well, Lord God, that you have prepared the way for us. And where we walk, Lord, we bring your light into any and every situation. We thank you for that, Lord Jesus. We thank you for that, Lord God. We thank you for that, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers. That you hear each and every one of us here, Lord God. That you hear our prayers. You know what is on our hearts, Lord God. So come, Holy Spirit. We are nothing without you, God. We are nothing without you, Jesus. We need your help, Holy Spirit to change our, our mindsets and to respond to you. We cannot do it without you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And yes, Holy Spirit, I pray that as we end this, this, this service now, Lord God, that you will walk hand in hand with everyone today. That this will be a week of peace, of comfort, of health, of happiness and joy, but only the happiness and joy and peace that comes from you, Jesus. That's everlasting. Not the one minute or two hour type freedom and happiness, Lord God, but the everlasting happiness and joy and peace. 
We thank you for that, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We honor your name. We bless your name. And everyone say, Amen.